Hello Collision Boost listeners, this is Jeff Peavy. We are recording live from the Certified Collision Conference 2020, which is a joint conference hosted by the Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, Nissan North America, and Assured Performance Network for their certified networks of shops to elevate the collision repair industry. We'd just like to acknowledge and say thank you uh, for all of them for their support of Collision Boost Radio and for the high standards they have set for our industry. We're going to be interviewing some of the attendees here in a series of interviews I think you'll find very interesting. Okay, we're back. This is Jeff Phoebe with Collision Boost Radio, and I have with me uh, Mike Anderson from Collision Advice. And Mike, thank you for taking the time to be here. Thank you, Jeff. It's an honor to be here, sir. Oh, I, I can't believe I got you. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Mike is, uh, how many, about how many days a year do you travel? <laughs> Man, over 300 days a year. It's crazy. Yeah, self-inflicted, <laughs> self-inflicted, brother. <laughs> You know, the thing that's really uh, amazing is just the impact you make on the industry on a daily Thank basis. Thank you. Thank you. I see it all the time. And uh, anybody in the industry that travels around knows that you, uh, you make a, a big impact. You did in this audience a while ago. Uh, you know, I'm very grateful, Jeff. I mean, a lot of people give me a lot of opportunities, and this industry has been very, very good to me. And, um, you know, I just I don't think it's a, a an industry of doom and gloom. I think it's a great industry. It uh, can help you provide for a family and help you accomplish all your goals. And I just want to encourage more people and give them motivation to stay in the industry and continue to pursue their dreams and goals. And yeah. Hopefully they'll catch their dreams. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, you know, and, and, and some, some of the listeners have heard my story, little bits and pieces of it anyway. And, uh it's, it is an industry that lets an, an average person like me follow my passions, and my passions have changed. And I think you you probably can relate. You know, to that. absolutely, it has. Um, you know, I I first came in the industry. Um, you know, I grew up in the industry. My dad was a body technician, and my dad worked at a BMW, Volkswagen, Porsche, Audi car dealership body shop. And so I grew up every summer working for my dad. Then I graduated high school, went in the military, and served in the United States Air Force. And I was in the military. I was going to college also at night. And got out of the military in college and was going to finish up my degree to actually go back in the military as an officer, right? <laughs> and I started working with my dad a little bit, you know, while I was trying to, you know, go back in the military. And um, one thing led to another. And by the time the military said, hey, we'll, we'll take you back in. And, I, you know, I had a girlfriend and had a, a townhouse. <laughs> yeah. And so next thing you know, I just stayed working with my dad. And then my dad and I worked at a dealership body shop. And the dealership, um, there were some individuals in the dealership that kind of had a falling out. And they parted ways. And to make a long story short, my dad and I had an opportunity to buy the body shop from the dealership group and then fast forward I bought my dad out in 2000 and uh, then I opened up a second shop in 2002 and a third shop in 2005 and that was in Alexandria Virginia right outside of Washington DC and mm -hmm. you know we were one of the very first uh, certified original Audi certified shops and had a lot of OEM certifications and stuff and had my businesses for quite a few years you know, started out actually just writing estimates for my dad right and then yeah. one day his, my, my dad's manager quit and Next thing you know, I get a battlefield promotion and I'm the manager, right? And yeah. I'd never written an estimate a day in my life. And back then, you know, we're still handwriting estimates. Yeah. And I, I don't remember, my, my dad's manager quit, his name was Ray. And so what I did was um, I took the Mitchell book home and I read it. And it said, here's the things you could charge for. And the next day I went out and started writing estimates according to what the book said I could charge for, right? Mm -hmm. And then fast forward, uh, sold my businesses in 2010. And uh, started Collision Advice, a consulting company, and now I travel all around the country and get to share my passion with people. So, like you said, you know, my my career has changed. I started out as an estimator, or started out doing, you know, like a body shop apprentice technician with my dad. Mm -hmm. Moved to being an estimator, moved there to be a manager, moved from there to be an NMSO, and now I'm on the consulting side. So, um, that's the great thing about this industry is there's tons of career opportunities. Yeah, I, you know, and I, I one of the things that I, I mentioned even on stage is that I want the Collision Boost listener 
uh, even if they're just considering a career in this industry, uh, to understand when they go to look for their first position in their first, you know, in their career in this industry, what to look for if they're going into a collision repair shop. And, and what would you say if you were going to go in and interview for a shop, what would you look for? You know, um, first thing I would look for is um, make sure it's a shop that invests in its people, right? If you go to a shop, you know, ask the whoever you're going to go work for, hey, what type of training will be available to me? Yep. Are they going to be able to allow you a career path? Um, you know, so are you going to get training and is there going to be a career path for you to grow? I think those are things important. You know, obviously, when you get older in life, you know, benefits are important to you. Things like right. health insurance, 401k. And, you know, gosh, I wish somebody would give me the advice to put into a 401k when I was, you know, in my younger 20s. Right. <laughs> you know, but um, I think looking for a shop that would give you career opportunities. Um, unfortunately, a lot of young people that come into our industry, uh, they take a job based on how much they'll get paid. Yeah. And I think that's a mistake. I think you have to understand that if you can learn from them and you can gain a skill set, there's a value to that, that you can't put a monetary value on. And I know that's easy to say, you know, when from someone that, you know, is established like you and I are right in our lives. But I think as a young person, don't shortchange what you can learn from that company or an individual as opposed to money, right? You know, yeah. look at yourself, you know, where you could be at in 20 years with this training, not just where you at for income, you know, for that short period of time. I'm not saying you should be paid a fair wage, but right. don't take a job where it's a dead-end job making more money. Mm-hmm. That's really good advice, too, and I, I appreciate that. I, I think that that sometimes, you're right, young people come into our industry and they're looking for, you know, they'll take and go to the wrong shop for 50 cents an hour more or something and what they don't see is the value of that investment that someone's investing in them. So Correct. that's good advice. And I think, too, is, you know, um, you know, uh, one of the things I think, too, that unfortunately in a lot of the vocational programs, and this is no disrespect to any vocational instructor because I've got mad respect for them, support them, and sit on advisory boards, et cetera. But sometimes you'll have a, um, an instructor in the school level that gravitates towards their comfort zone. So they mm-hmm. tend to, you know, they're really good at painting, they tend to gravitate towards teaching painting skills versus body skills or vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's important for the young people in our industry to understand that there are a lot of different job opportunities in our industry. You may love cars, but you just don't have mechanical aptitude. You don't know how to hold a screwdriver or <laughs> spray a paint gun. Yeah. That doesn't mean there's not a place for you in our industry. I mean, you know, we have customer service reps. Mm-hmm. We have uh, estimators. We have store managers. Uh, we have parts people that, you know, receive parts and help to compare them to make sure they're the right part and then putting invoices in. We have people that work in accounting departments in the body shop field. Uh, we have, um, again, managers and regional managers. You know, you have technicians, you have body technicians, mechanics, paint technicians. But then the other aspects of our industry, you know, insurance individuals, insurance companies hire estimators. Uh, there's paint companies that need trainers. They need sales reps. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's people that are delivery drivers. There's parts counter people that people work in a parts department where they right. sell parts from dealerships. So if you're a young person today, let me just tell you, maybe you love vehicles or cars, but you just don't have mechanical aptitude. There's still a place for you in our industry. Yeah. It's just as much on the administrative side as there is on the technical side. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And I, I, love, I love the changes that we see, the, the computerization of, of the automobile and all the changes. I mean, it's hard, you know, 30 years ago, I'd have had a hard time understanding where we're at today, and I think totally that's probably agree. true, but um, I think it's a, a I, I've, I've kept saying this, that really we're already in a stage in our industry that it's it's the ideal industry for the younger generations. Absolutely agree. It's already theirs, right? We're, totally we're struggling agree. with it. It's the norm to them, the fast-paced changes and everything, so it's really 
good. And I think that's where, you know, if you take a person that's been in the industry for a while, you know, I'll be 58 this year, right? And maybe you have um, somebody that's my age or a little older, and then you partner them up with a young person, you know, female or male, because I think there's a huge opportunity for females in our industry too, which we can talk about that in a moment. But, you know, maybe that's where the young person can bring the computer skill set and the ability to learn how to research and repair procedures or run a scan tool, right, and, and complement the skills of a seasoned technician. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that we're really in that perfect opportunity for two different generations to complement each other. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And, and for us, we need, and by the way, I guess we're the same age. Yes. <laughs> uh, we, need to, we need to really help do what we can to prepare these young people. And then, and then there's that whole reverse mentor thing, uh, you know, having them help us with a lot of the changes because some of that comes so natural to them. So. Yes. That's really good. I loved your presentation. Today. Uh, you're that very kind. Great. I'm I'm very <laughs> grateful to FCA and Nissan Infinity to give me the opportunity to share my passion. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just I, I honestly I use the word grateful so much. People may not they may question whether I'm sincere, but I truly am, Jeff. So grateful for the opportunities I've been given in this industry. And uh, there's just one young person out there that I could encourage, mm-hmm. you know, men or women uh, to come into our industry. This is a great industry. Um, there is a good career to be made, a good living to be made. Um, and, and it's not a doom and gloom industry, you know, yeah. be, not, be careful not to get caught up in all the drama mm-hmm. that people make it. It's still a very good industry. That it is. And every industry, as we've said in past episodes, every industry has its issues. This yes. one is no exception. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I just see it. Well, I've been in it full time since 1981, and I'm more excited about it now than I was in 82. I am know? too. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen, Jeff. Amen. Uh, and it, it's, uh. Uh, I would only hope that anybody could have that the same experience as I had. I have yeah. followed my dreams as well in different ways, you know. So, you know, I think the other thing too is that you know when I came in the industry, there wasn't as much training available as there is today. Yeah. Uh, you know, I gotta guess, guess that's where it tells our age, right? But back then, you know, I remember Scott Biggs had his uh, his yeah. video body shop video series, right? Uh-huh. And you had VCR tape you got once a month, and you plug it in, right? And there were some magazines, but there wasn't the internet back then right and these training videos and and you know now you've got social media chat rooms and uh, you know there's a lot of ways that you can gain a lot of insight and knowledge today i think people have to be hungry though right you know i mean i can tell you that when i got in the industry i mean i went to every training class i could go to i, I read every article i could read i mean I just wanted to be a sponge, right? And, and that's what I was saying. And I think that's just with life in general. I think you get out of it what you put into it, right? You know, if you look at any great sports athlete or you look at anybody that was, um, you know, a great actor or actress, right? Anybody in life that is successful, you know, that's one thing they said, you know, I might not have the skill set you have, but you'll never outwork me. Yeah. And I think if you apply that principle and just you put your heart and soul into it, you you can just dominate in this industry. I was, I was that way too. I was a sponge. I made it known. I can't say I did it on purpose, but I was just so curious about everything. And, and I look back and I had a lot of people, I'm sure as you did, that took the time with me to explain things and to help me and encourage me, and it made a huge difference. And yes. So that's so we have collisionboostradio at gmail.com, just a simple email, a way to reach out to us so that uh, anyone that has any uh, interest in another episode, you know, some topic, or if they just need some local help, if they're looking for sure. to connect with local, local people, uh, we've committed to take the resources and the people that we know to try to connect dots for uh, people in our industry or people considering coming into our industry. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, um, I work with clients all across the country. And if there's somebody looking for a job in a certain state or region, you know, they can reach out yep. to you and you can put them in touch with me. And Absolutely. I know people everywhere. And, 
You know, I think there's one other, if I was going to impart some other advice, it's something that someone taught me a long time ago, and, and uh, that is it's not how much you make, it's how much you spend. Uh-huh. And I see a lot of young people that come to the industry, and even older people, right? And, and they're like, man, if I could just get a raise to make this much, I'd be so much better. But then they get a raise, and they go out and buy a newer house or a bigger car, right? And so it's not how much you make, it's how much you spend. And you know, just uh, just keep that in mind and invest in tools, right? If yeah. you become a technician, invest in tools. You know, buy your tools. You want two of everything. So if something breaks, you can still keep getting <laughs> it on, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I think invest in tools, invest in training, buy good tools. You know, don't buy cheap tools, right? Yeah. Realize tools can make you money. Um, you know, and again, just embrace challenge and, and ch- challenges or embrace change, right? I mean, that's what helps you give you, makes you worthwhile to someone as well as makes a job worthwhile. Yeah, absolutely. It does a lot. And I still have uh, pretty much all of the tools that I bought back in the early 80s. And it's funny. I had a, it's, uh, I had somebody over my house recently, a young person, and uh, I have a hammer in my drawer, in my toolbox, and they were like, what's that? And it's an old... Um, uh, I, uh, my, my great, my grandfather, my dad's father, he would shoe horses. So mm-hmm. it was a, an old hammer from back in those days, you oh, know, yeah. probably from the twenties. So one end had it, had it where you could pull the nail. Out yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so they're like, what is that? And I'm like, this is for shoeing horses, you yeah, know? It was high tech. Oh yes. Yes. You know, I think about how much the industry's changed too, just in regards to equipment to make the technicians jobs a little easier. You know, we're, mm-hmm. you know, we have lifts and frame machines that lift up. It's a little easier on the, on the body. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I, I'm just, uh, again, like I say, I'm excited. I was really excited to be able to have the time. To you too, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, any right. any last words of advice or anything? No, I'm just, you know, understand it is a great industry. Um, you can love cars. Maybe don't have mechanical aptitude. Look for the administrative jobs that are available. Um, if you love working in cars, you have that mechanical aptitude, there is absolutely a place for you in our industry. Um, don't get discouraged. If you're working in a shop or you don't feel appreciated or something like that, reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want to lose you in this right. industry. So if you're at a shop that doesn't make you feel appreciated, you're not getting those career opportunities, please, they can reach out to me at mike at collisionadvice.com. Go to my website, collisionadvice.com. Mm-hmm. There's never a charge to reach out to me. I just want to help people. We don't want to lose you. Um, for you young ladies and coming into our industry, um, I've got some wonderful young ladies that work with me. You know, Tracy, yeah, you know her, right. yeah. uh, Tiffany. I've had Heather work for me in the past. She works for CCC now. Uh, I mean, there's just a ton of opportunities for women um, in the industry as well, whether it's as collision technicians, as dismantling techs, as preppers, painters. Uh, you know, so if you're a young lady, there's something called the Women's Industry Network. I believe your wife's a part of that. Yep, sure. uh, join that where you can get surrounded by other women to encourage you. Um, so in military vets, too, you know, this isn't just for young people. If you get out of the military, you're looking for a career, again, great industry. So uh, we just, we need you. We want you. That's we want right. to appreciate well, you. Well, I appreciate it. And, Mike, you represent exactly that. And I, I mentioned earlier to someone that, when you say you're willing to help somebody, you really do mean it. You yes, will sir. follow up. And so, uh, yeah, any of the listeners that have any questions or comments or looking for help, uh, you can uh, collisionboostradio at gmail.com. And uh, if you would like to reach out to Mike, we'll certainly help support that so that you thank can you. make those connections. Mike, thank you very much for thank you. taking the time for, for sitting down with us. but but more especially for what you do for the industry. Oh, Jeff, thank you, man. You, you trust me, you do just as much as I do. I appreciate you, and as well as your wife, too. So we appreciate you in AMI. Um, you know, Automotive Management Institute is a great platform uh, for people that maybe live in rural areas and don't have access to training, right? And mm-hmm. So you provide a great value and a great resource to people, and we appreciate that, Jeff. So well, thank you so much. Good. Well, thank you very much. All right, buddy. Take care. Thanks.